promo code WOFX when you go to DraftKings. Um, I believe that everybody who uses the promo code WOFX at DraftKings gets a, a free pair of uh, Tommy Gaz underwear. Um, what? I, I that's, just, not, that's me. That's not real? That didn't happen? That's, I don't think that's a part of our offer. No. Maybe we should consider please, it. please support our sponsors, though. Yeah. WFX is promo code. All right, time for the uh, the, the Kickstarter. Ten stories uh, primarily from the world of the NFL over the weekend that have uh, stepped up in my mind, and I felt the need to share them with you, and hopefully you will enjoy them as well. Number ten, uh, there's one game to go in what has been a very spread out NFL week. Of course, we had, uh, we had three games on Turkey Day. We had a Black Friday game. We had a bunch of Sunday games, but now... There can be only one. Monday Night Football, Vikings host the Bears. The Bears are fighting for Eberflus's job. Maybe maybe, maybe Justin Fields' ability to be a starter in the NFL right now. Vikings currently sit in sixth place in the NFC. They are fighting with Josh Dobbs. The, the, the what is he, the the NASA something or other? The, the pastronaut. The pastronaut, like, that's yeah. what it is. Sounds like a religious figure to me. Uh, so it, it, there's a lot more to this game than you, than you realize. I'm pretty excited about it. Are you fired up for Monday Night Football? I'm excited for space. The whole idea of it and the fact that there's a quarterback that can take us into space. He is- can't really do. Like, he didn't do the – I think he was approved to be an intern. I don't know if he actually did it, though. I think he's smart enough to be an astronaut. What it shows you is that interns can do anything. As our intern, Kyla, joins us in the studio. To, don't no, no, no. Don't, don't feel pressured. That was such an easy setup by LeVac. So go Josh Jobs. I have a lot of thoughts You'll on this game. You'll kiss anyone's butt. What do you, you mean? You'll kiss anyone's butt. Poor Kyle's in here just trying to learn. You're in here going, mm, thanks for being here. That's nah, not. Please take us to space with you. All right. <laughs> she knows how to do space stuff. I, I don't know. know. Okay. We'll find out. All right. Number nine, just a quick recap from Turkey Day. Packers fans now love Jordan Love after 29-22 win over the Lions. All of a sudden, he's Aaron Rodgers 2.0. He's Brett Favre 3.0. He is amazing. He will lead you to the promised land. Cowboys beat the Commanders 45-10. They remain unbeaten in Dallas. They're 5-0 in Dallas. 49ers pretty much unbeatable when healthy. They proved that 31-13 beatdown of the Seahawks. Uh, Guys, when I look at Thanksgiving, the only game that really shocked me the way it played out was Jordan Love looking like a a straight-up Pro Bowl quarterback. Anything stand out to you? Yeah, it stunk. Okay. The, game, the games weren't good. It bummed me out. I was all excited about it. I had this whole idea that, like, you know what, Seattle, 12th man, they can keep it close. That should be a good game, Nope. Hey, divisional matchup. Washington's going to be hungry against the Cowboys because they got beat by the Giants, Nope. And even the Lions and Packers, even though it's a great upset, it really wasn't as competitive as I had hoped. I thought Lions would get in front of the comeback. Let's be honest. The Thanksgiving Day NFL games kind of stunk. They did. And even the Egg Bowl stunk. The Egg Bowl stunk. Uh, Packers Lions stunk. Am I the only person that when I've when I've wagered a side here on the DraftKings Kickstarter, promo code WFX, am I the only one who doesn't care? I don't want – like, I, I loved both the later games. I loved Dallas. I loved San Fran. I was on their side for both of them. I didn't need – I didn't need any any kind of suspense. I liked, I liked counting money. I was in a rocking chair just going, hey, I'm going to get some money out of this one. There's the difference between entertainment and cash and checks. I enjoy Wagertainment. my- Wagertainment. Ooh. Mm. Can we trademark that? I like that. I don't know. Try. I don't know how. Maybe our intern knows. No? Okay. All <laughs> right. Number eight, Black Friday game. Uh, it had uh, two meanings uh, for Jets fans. You know, one, of course, is a great day to, to shop deals and have some fun, get some cash out there and take care of your Christmas shopping. Two, great day to shop for a new team. 
because Tim Boyle and the Jets were a bad 34-13 beatdown from the Dolphins, which gave the Dolphins hold the first place, the top seed in the AFC. Did you know that the reason the game was played at 3 o'clock was because of an act signed by the government in 1961 that any college or high school game played within 75 miles of a professional event cannot happen at the same time? No, I did not know that. That's pretty cool, huh? What time was what it? I just thought it was three because it was they figured, no, they figured yeah. people go shopping at like midnight and they wake up in time to watch the game. It's 1961 an act was signed, and that's why the game was at three o'clock. I heard a lot of people complaining about it. Why is it at three? It's a random time. Why not prime time? Why not? Yeah, so check that out. 1961. That's the reason that game was played. That's the I'm best. shocked you know this. <laughs> that's my favorite storyline from that game because the Jets stink. They and do that, stink. That foul Mary we talked about yesterday at Rivers Casino and Resort, 11 to 1. Shout out if you ever join us there. Uh, they stink. They're terrible. They're awful. And that game overall was sure, Miami played well. Jalen Waddle's awesome. The New York Jets are embarrassing. And I feel bad for Jet fans who had to deal with that. And by the way, I'm dominating Cyber Monday today. Black Friday is wonderful. The damage I've done today on Cyber Monday, I won. It's not even done. And I won Cyber Monday. You know what's funny about Cyber Monday for me? I'm just shopping for myself. I'm just like I don't buy presents for a lot of people, so like and the people I buy them for, I pretty I pretty much already have it done. So I'm just like out there going, you know what? I like me. I'm gonna buy me some things. Wait, are you actually winning Cyber Monday? I think I'm, I'm not losing. I can tell you that. Forty percent off a lot of the stuff I like that I wanted. I might buy your Christmas present today. Huh. Oh. I like that. I like that. Uh, number seven. I just kind of uh, everything I didn't already put on the list somewhere. I threw together a little bit of a quick hitter, so if you uh, if you want to jump in on anything, guys, just, okay. just do it. Um, one thing I learned, the Falcons are way better when they actually use B. John Robinson. I thought that was a pretty interesting thing for them. I agree. Thanks, Art Smith. <laughs> Thanks for listening to everybody. Yes. Yeah, and the rumors that the top off, the front office had to come down and tell him to do it. I mean, that's that, that's you should be fired. I'm sorry. As much as I like him, hey, how about use your best, most dynamic player a lot? Oh, didn't consider that. That's a good idea. Uh, here's another one. Uh, Minshew greater than Mayfield. I'm sorry, man. Gardner Minshew, just Baker Mayfield had his moments, but the Gardner greater than the Baker. I would disagree about that. I would say that. Who won? I would say the Colts did win that game. Tampa had an opportunity to win. Jonathan Taylor's far more dynamic in the backfield. I know White had 100 yards. Thank you for the tie in fantasy versus reality, White. Okay. But Indianapolis, I will say that they are. A better team than Tampa. Tampa had their chances. So, no, I would not say Gardner Minshew is greater than Baker Mayfield. Uh, final thing I want to point out is I'm pretty sure the Steelers are going to the playoffs. They they can beat bad teams. I don't think they're that good. I would actually like to crown them the future one and done in the postseason for the AFC. Uh, but the Steelers look pretty good. Rams look phenomenal. I don't know if they can do enough to get in. But Steelers, good enough to beat the bad teams, but going to be a doormat when they get to the postseason. I would like to meet... Steve, the Steeler fan. And I say that because now... You should come to Flock U on Wednesday. He usually comes. Oh, does he? Yeah. Yep. Because I was starting to think it was you. Because you set that up so perfectly about my Buccaneers not being good and the Steelers being good that Steve tweeted to me and said, Steelers, 7-4. and four. Bucks, 4-7. Four and Ying and the Yang. And then sent a picture of Homer Simpson with the Steeler hat sleeping. Rubbing it into my face that his team's better. I thought how you did that made me believe that's your burner account, but he's a real person. No, and plus, you know me. I don't have... Like, people have accused me of burner accounts in the past. I'm too lazy to run my own accounts. Like, why would I make another one? Then all of a sudden, I've got to pretend I'm interesting on multiple places? No, thanks. I'm good. I'll just I'll just keep talking smack on the microphone if it's okay with everybody. Number six. Look out now. 
The Broncos are cooking, man. Denver started the season 1-5, but with yesterday's 29-12 knockout win over the Brownies, where they actually literally knocked out DTR, the Broncos have now won five straight games, are in the hunt for the playoffs. How real are the Broncos, Mr. Goslowski? Very real. What changed? I need to fit. Did it really change because the guys who didn't want to be there, Randy Gregory and the other problems in the locker room, they said, get out. Frank Clark. Frank Clark, get out. It seems like that is the pinpointed moment of the season where they said, we're changing everything. And it kind of looks to be the truth now at this point. Denver was the better team from the start of that game to the end. I'm upset with myself. Very upset because I sniffed that out. That line stunk. I should have known better. Denver was better. And it's about a few changes. If you say it's cliche stuff about buying in and being a locker room guy, Denver seems to be a cliche team and how funny that is with Mr. Cliche himself, Russell Wilson, as the quarterback. Well, we know Sean Payton can coach. Yes. You know, and we all kind of forgot that, I think, in the fun of mocking him and Russell Wilson. But I I would almost say, you know, there was like that prison yard moment where it's, you know, you look at two of the biggest names on the team, Frank Clark, Randy Gregory. Hey, you don't want to be here? Get out. You're out. We don't care. And then everybody else looks around at each other and goes, oh, 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 nobody's safe. Okay, cool. They, I mean, they literally told Wilson to lose weight. You know, like it's, <laughs> a lot of people tell me that. I just leave. He stick around. Come on, here we go. Uh, number five, the C.J. Stroud show continues to be one of the most entertaining spectacles in the NFL. But Trevor Lawrence and Josh Allen, not that Josh Allen, the other one, uh, showed out and just led the Jags to a hard-fought 24-21 win over the Texans in Houston, which at this point in time, in this story, moves the Jags over the Dolphins as the top seed in the AFC. The Jaguars are a complete team. Offense, defense, skill guys, quarterback. Trevor Lawrence has played two really good games. I've told you from day one, Levesque, he's got it. Trevor Lawrence, there's no reason to ever doubt. <laughs> and then day two, you told me he didn't have it. Day three, he said he had it again. Day four, now he's done. Day five, you're like, I'm on the fence. He's really good. Gaz's Waffle House has got to be one of the shirts we make with our friends over at Elevation 10,000. There is nothing, no athlete, no coach, no team that I've ever waffled on more than Trevor Lawrence. I told you Trevor Lawrence was the greatest prospect in the quarterback position ever, ever. And then 16 games, 20 games in his career, he's the greatest bust in the history of the NFL. And like I've said again, he's a great quarterback and should be in the MVP discussion. I do want to go back quick. I know this is against the rules of the Kickstarter. How about... Can we just address that Russell Wilson was told to lose weight mm-hmm. when he's married to a pop star named Sierra, and the guy who told him to lose weight was played by Kevin James in a movie? That does seem wrong out loud. I I don't I'm missing the point. Are you telling me oh. if I date a pop star, I can I'll lose weight? I don't understand. No, if you date what a pop you, star, I think if you're Kevin pre- James plays me in a movie, I can tell other people lose weight. What what's what am I, what's my takeaway here? I'm saying that if I'm married to a pop star, I think I'm doing pretty good for myself. And the person who's offering me health advice was played by Kevin James. I think I've ignored him for two different reasons. I think we all know that that was atypical casting. I'll go with. Oh, okay. I don't think it was great casting. But I've also seen Kevin James play like a Nazi in movies now. So he's he's out there. He's stretching his legs, shall we say. His wings. The Jaguars are really good. And they I believe they're gonna finish the season as the top team in the AFC, win total wise. Not winning the AFC like somebody else said on this show. But finishing as the number one seed heading into the playoffs. Okay, I do want to I do want to point out that at this point on Sunday, mm-hmm. we started the day. The Dolphins were the top seed. At this point in the day, the Jags are the top seed. Okay, 
the Chiefs had the living doo-doo scared out of them early against the Raiders, but were, uh, were able to turn it around and turn on the Jets and win 31-17. I-, I love our boy Kevin Harlan. I love him. He's one of my favorite broadcasters there is. But he did a textbook jinx of Daniel Carlson, the Raiders kicker. Oh, from this distance, he's 45-1 and one now because you – had to say something while he was kicking. That would have been seventeen nothing. I feel like it would have been it would have been all good, but that's not what happened. And with this win, the Chiefs take over the number one seed of the AFC <laughs> from the Jags at this point in Sunday. So again, we started with the Dolphins. We went to the Jags. Now the Chiefs are the number one seed of the AFC after the four o'clock games. I'm okay. I'm very confused by all that. I think I'm going to get more confused. Uh, the Chiefs, are they the Warriors? Are they the team? Are they Alabama football? Look, they haven't won as many championships as the Warriors or Alabama football, but I watch them play and I just think out loud, boy, you know, Mahomes is struggling. Maybe they're not that good. Maybe they're going to blow this game. And I did the same thing with the Warriors because it was like the easy thing to do. Maybe this is the most human nature thing as a sports fan, like find reasons why dynasties aren't good. But they continue to win. Alabama football lost one game, and people are saying they're not winning by more than enough. The Chiefs have entered that category of, even though they won that game, I'm sitting here on a Monday thinking, you know, I didn't, I wasn't really that impressed. Mm. I was more, way more impressed by your Raiders. I yeah, me as well. I mean, Max Crosby's a beast. He's he didn't practice all week. He has a knee issue. They literally had to burn a timeout to pull him out of the game because he wouldn't come out. Now, part of me is like, well, that timeout could have been useful, but no, it wouldn't have been. That's awesome. I love having a guy on the squad like the Condor. Max Crosby, he's the man. That scene where he's coming off the field, it's a little Moses-like. There was a parting of the sideline of, get away, get away, get away. And here comes the helmet. Look out. Yep. Here he comes. He's, he about to lose his mind. And, and, you know, you look at the rest of that what that defensive line and what it was supposed to be this year. Chandler Jones in the news again. Uh, he says he's been arrested multiple times. He, he, all these crazy things he's got going on. He's not there to rush from the other side. Uh, Tyree Wilson, the, the seventh overall pick of the draft. I watched him run up to offensive linemen and stop. Like, I'm here. Like, no, good, push He's past. He's blocking me. What do yeah. I do? What do I do now? You, you, you Watch Crosby. That's what you do. Do what he does. Uh, on to number three of the Kickstarter, Ravens expose those, expose those frauds, or whatever the English uh, translation would be. Uh, yet again, 2010, they went over the Chargers, and with this win... The Rangers become the top. The Ravens become the top seed. <laughs> Ravens top seed. I ruined everything. Ravens top seed at this point in the AFC. Their fourth lead change in the seeding of the AFC all on Sunday. In my mind, NBC screwed this all up. Their graphics, they're confusing me during the day. Just like you were confused. I'm sure before the end of the show, I'm going to screw this up. I might say the Jags are the number one seed or the Ravens or the Chiefs. or well, the, the Ravens Dolphins. are. The Ravens are now. Okay. <laughs> I can't promise you I'm going to remember that by the end of the show. But it was very confusing. As for the Raven game, let's give some love to our pal Zach Boyton. If you haven't come out to a show, Zach is one of the members of our promo we team. We call him Mini Gaz. He's he's like Gaz's illegitimate child. We just don't we've never been able to prove it yet. I'm thinking about calling him Junior from now on. You Gaz probably could. I mean, I don't think anybody would I think people would be like, "Wow, you have a son that old." I can't. That's weird. But we do have two Zachs. So, Zach Boyton, I may start calling you Junior. So, Junior uh, texted you and I as the Ravens were running out the clock against the Chargers and said, hey, I cashed out. There's no way they're going to score yeah. here. What a great play. a fat parlay going. What a chance to win over 200 bucks. And off goes Zay Flowers. And you can imagine so many times we've seen it. Oh, Flowers got the first down. He's going to go down. They're going to win the game, take a few knees. 
There goes that rookie from Boston College right to the end zone. Good for you, Zay Flowers. And sorry, Zach, that you decided to cash out. I, Zay Flowers, his celebration, um, he does the soccer celebration on that one where OBJ pretends to be the goalie and he kicks it through. Earlier, he did the flowers, the bouquet, uh, and everything. It's, um, stop it. Just stop it. Your, your celebrations suck. They're terrible. Whoa, I hate geez, them. They're that. terrible. You're way too good of a receiver to be doing that. I don't mind the flowers thing. Like, do the flowers because you're flowers. But the soccer and all that, just stop it. Just They're stop it. Rookie-level celebrations. Okay. Yeah. I, step I mean, up next year, kid. I, I've right. never been this guy. Act like you've been there before. <laughs> Unless you come up with a cool thing to do. One or the other. It's fine with me. Uh, number two, Bills lose a heartbreaker to the Eagles, 37-34 in Philly. The weather sucked, and there were a, a million times that the ball could have bounced in the favor of the Bills and did not. But I'm more, I, I'm more confident in them, actually, after that loss. I feel like they can play with anyone. They they went toe-to-toe with that Eagles team all game long, and a couple things bounced their way instead of the other way. They probably win that thing, and then it's a whole other story today. Can they play with anybody in the NFL? Absolutely. Now the point is that they have to win these games, improve their record, get better. I feel for you, Buffalo fan. That was your game to win. You were the better team on the field in Philadelphia for a majority of that game. But at the end, Jalen Hurts made some plays. Uh, even Kelsey's jumping off sides in clutch moments, but they're still able to overcome that. Smith and Brown and Swift, such a stacked team. Bills fan, I thought probably 6-15 yesterday that we're going to open up the phone lines, the Elevation 10,000 phone lines, and talk about what that win means and how the playoffs are right there. And then I thought after the loss, that's probably not going to happen because I've seen some of the words you've been using, and those are not allowed to be said on the radio. So sorry, I feel for you, Bills fans. Those are heartbreaking losses this season you've suffered finally tommy devito is winning the hearts and minds of big blue fans everywhere i hope his parents are ready for all the overnight guests he's about to have mom fire up some chicken cutlets and call an uber for veronica please 2-0 is the Giants' starting quarterback a 10-7 wins over the pats it's devito time was he peyton manning no was he patrick mahomes no is he winning football games Yes! Come on, Tommy! Tommy! There's Good for you, man. There's no way. There's no way he's not sneaking women into the house now. There's no way. You know he is. Mama DeVito's up there going, Not keep it down, Thomas! Call your priest! Mom, this is Carmella. <laughs> we met after the game. <laughs> Can you call our Uber, please? I don't have my phone. Um, so there it is, your your DraftKings Kickstarter. Let's talk more about these uh, Giants coming up. But right now, C4, my friends. The C4 Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge. As I told uh, Big Al, the salesman who's 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 uh, been nice enough to work with Awards by Walsh to bring trophies into this building for the C4 Smart Energy Challenge. I said, you know what? Save yourself some time. Take that bad bear over there and get my name put on it now. I'll touch the money because I got the money. Y'all losing. I think it's because I have the C4 Smart Energy. I go to Speedway. I get the Smart Energy. Pop one before the Sunday show. Make my picks and then win. Quinn had a big cash this year. Cantera's cash I thought was the biggest. There is no doubt anymore who the biggest cash of the, of the season was. And that was Levac, who hit both his teaser and his safety play this week. Eight, and- eight team teaser. I had to get all eight right. 
That's a nice payout. Uh, C4. Unlike, unlike Zach, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't bail out early. I didn't cash out because I had that C fortitude. C4 fortitude is what I had. I'm giving up on coffee. So many people didn't have C4s, and I traveled back to Central New York. And I'm like, what is this garbage? You just got like too much cream in this, too much sugar. So I decided immediately, I went to Stewart's on Sunday, got myself a Starburst C4. Ooh, had it this one. morning. Feeling completely different. Needed good that one. boost, needed that energy. Hours have been all over the place. Baby West decided he'll be on his own schedule when it comes to the weekends from now on. <laughs> so you've put me in different beds, mom and dad. But I had the energy. And I've been feeling good today. Thanks to our friends at C4. If you need that boost, you're having a tough time adjusting on a Monday or your work week's getting back to normal, C4. Drink it in the morning or whenever you need it. I'm telling you, it's going to give you that boost. And they always taste great. Still, every single flavor of C4 I've had has tasted fantastic. All like bad cups of coffee, not other energy drinks. C4, explosive energy you can feel. We'll talk New York football. Coming up next right here is LeVac and Gaz, Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Hello, it's LeVac and Gaz, and one of my absolute favorite ways to beat Gaz is back. Fantasy versus reality, thanks to our good friends at Hooters. I'm giving you three fantasy football plays that are going to beat their projections. LeVac's giving you the three wagers you need for the NFL weekend. It's thanks to our friends under the orange roof on Wolf Road. It's Hooters, the best place to watch NFL action all football season long. 70 Wolf Road Hooters is kind of like the mixture of fantasy and reality. Reality, great food, fantasy. Hello, Hooters girls. Fantasy versus reality after top four and four every Friday right here on LeVac and Goss. Happy holidays from Lillian David Fine Jewelers. With awesome gifts for every budget, visit Lillian David Fine Jewelers today and check out our Facebook page often for special events and sales. Lillian David, located in the shops at Wilton, just down from TJ Maxx. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way. My symptoms would come and go. Shortness of breath, fatigue. I kept going. Then I got so lightheaded, I couldn't. My doctor said I have AFib, so I'm about five times more likely to have a stroke. Other symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain can come and go, but the risk of stroke stays. If you have symptoms, tell a doctor. Visit notimetowait.com. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash radio. Through Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash radio. That's hymns.com slash radio for your free online visit. H-I-M-S dot com slash R-A-D-I-O. When you switch to Boost Mobile, you can get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G and a pretty powerful way to get after it. Like me, Tusi, a man who fell in love with music and fell on hard times. From writing songs in my room to sitting on top of the charts. All because I made poetry out of pain. And I always knew I'd be on the stage singing a favorite song. Switch to Boost and get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone on America's largest 5G networks. Boost Mobile. Get after it. New customers only. Taxes extra. One device per line. 5G not available everywhere. Other restrictions apply. It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan. Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. 
I gotta do this real quick. So you know, I've I've been given a new phone for my other job over at Tech East. Yes. So I have my I have my own phone. Um, so I have two phones, and they look they're identical phones. But this one, I don't know like where they got. I, you ever wonder where new phone numbers come from? <laughs> you, like, do you ever take time to think about it? Like, if you were running into somebody who has like a phone number you used to know. Uh, are you talking about like a celebrity? Like, no, I, just, I, well th- that too because they change the numbers a lot. Is that like that's probably happened to you? Like ESPN people hand a phone over to somebody else. Yes, or something? for sure. I don't know who had this number before it was given to me, but they um, I, I question their lifestyle. I'm gonna do it. Oh no, heck, what? Well, it, it like instantly I got. I was sitting next to you. I got FaceTimed by somebody who wanted like was screaming at me to answer the FaceTime. It's me answer the bleeping FaceTime. Then I started getting text messages about um, uh, gaming sessions that they were missing. Um, and now I'm being inundated with cash app texts um, that there's not enough money in my my cash app to pay the balances I owe. Um, isn't cash app cash app's kind of like shady, right? Isn't that the like like it's not like like people use Venmo, PayPal. Cash app's more a little more shady, isn't it? I believe so. I believe people on Cash App, you're wondering, why are you using Cash App? Why aren't you using Venmo or any other form for money? Yes, I think. Now I'm starting to wonder about why they may or may not have left this job and how often they're no, using no, your th- own personal Well, this phone. wasn't. This, like, this, this is no, the number. Just the number. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. The, so what I, what happened is, you know, when, when they decided to give me this phone, they went to the provider and said, I need X amount of new phone numbers and new phones. So that's how I got this. So. So, like, I'm assuming very recently this individual stopped paying their bill uh, and the provider went, yoink, we need a phone number. Let's give it to this guy. And all of a sudden, all these other people are still like, yo, what's up? How you been? When we getting together? And I'm like, who the hell are you? And what do you do at Tech East? Because they're the only people who know I have this phone number right now. Can we talk to your boss at Tech East and just maybe three or four, just clear it with the bosses. Can I get a few new phone who dis? Please, like, I think we need to do it for the sake of you. New phone, who dis? I can get away with it. The problem is, like, I just don't, I don't know, like, I don't know how Cash App works. I'm very tempted to use the number to try to get into Cash App (laughs) and just kind of see what, I believe it's a her, what her account looks like. Because, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe I could, the the season of giving, maybe I throw her 50 bucks. Oh, that's Try to get her out of the hole over here on Cash App, you know? Or not, just mock her. I mean, that's probably more likely what I would do. I'm not a very nice person. Uh, I'm the anti-Santa. So, uh, yeah, it's just the weirdest thing. My phone's going crazy all of a sudden, and it's Cash App, and it's this person who wants to know why I'm, I haven't shown up on whatever this video game is in days, and <laughs> why am I not calling them back? And I'm just like, because I'm not who you think I am. And, that, and I don't answer anything directly because now I'm having fun with it. So it's just, you know, it's one of those things. I just thought I'd share it. Like, have you ever got a number in it right away? It was like you start getting calls from the other people who had the number before you. One day we're going to call them on the air. Just patch somebody through. Give me the number. Hey, this is bleep. Yeah, track them down. Mm-hmm. I would love I would love to do that. I'd love to meet her. I think she's she's got a lot going for her based on her inability to pay $29 bills on her cash app. <laughs> uh, sorry. Speaking of inability, uh, Jets can't win. Giants all of a sudden can't lose. Who do, who's who's better set for next year? I, if you're a Giants fan, as much as you're enjoying the Tommy DeVito experience, you're hating this a little bit, right? 
better set for next year is the New York Jets because Aaron Rodgers is expected to come back. The staff is expected to be in place. This team was built for to be in a playoff team in 2023. Now, some things might have been exposed of how all in they were when it came to playing this hand. And I think more and more about poker every single day. I think about the Jets where it's like you knew the hand you were playing. Everyone knew the hand you were playing. All of a sudden, something went wrong on the turn or the flop, and you're done. All of a sudden, that pile of chips you thought you had, it got one just sitting there like, you want to have a Zach Wilson. You want to call something here? For the Giants, I get confused by the Giants still. All year long, that's been the word I've been using, confused by the New York Giants because they went out and beat New England. Everything about this game told me that New England should have destroyed the New York Giants. Even though the Patriots have struggled, Belichick dominates against quarterbacks who are rookies. Belichick, this is an opportunity where he doesn't want to lose. You and I thought about that first half in particular and thought if New England is doing wacky and weird things, maybe New England doesn't want to win this game. They're just flat out not that good. The Patriots, all the moves they made about Belichick thinking he can draft fourth or fifth round projected picks in the first round and winning with any quarterback doesn't exist anymore. Now, the Giants come out today, Levesque. I don't know if you've seen this because this is, or I've seen this because it's happened like the last two to three hours that all of a sudden there's statements out that when he's healthy, Daniel Jones is our quarterback in 2024. We're doing this today? Like, we're, well, is it just to squash the New York media from starting a quarterback controversy? Because you would think today would be celebrating a victory, celebrating DeVito, and celebrating the mathematical equations that the Giants are still in the playoff hunt. Not saying, oh, no, no, Daniel Jones is a quarterback. Oh, the Patriots are like, let's give a little bit of love to the Giants because they did win and they look like garbage about what a month ago. See, and that and that's the thing. It, as I look at uh, tankathon.com, who is nice enough to already do the work on this stuff. So before the DeVito experience, you would have had a top three pick. You would have been looking at uh, maybe maybe some Drake May in your life. Right now, you're sitting at six. You know, you you could go Leitu uh, Latu. Uh, uh, edge rusher from UCLA, like you could, you could go uh, maybe Jaden Daniels. But there's all these other people there. But like you wanted Caleb Williams, you wanted Drake May. Where's the line of these rookie quarterbacks where they're? It's better to stick with Daniel Jones and grab a better player somewhere else on the field. That is what the New York Giants have to decide. And look, they've had this happen. How it's laying out right now, doesn't it feel like the year with Daniel Jones? Like, the whole thing of how it's laying out, like, the Giants didn't have the number one pick in that NFL draft. But we knew in that year's draft class, the late Dwayne Haskins was involved, Daniel Jones was involved, and Kyler Murray was involved. Like, those are the three picks. And the Daniel Jones one really was kind of, like, way off. Like, some people had Daniel Jones in that year as the fifth or sixth best quarterback. Not the second, fifth or sixth. But the Giants were going to have an opportunity to draft somebody in that spot, even if it's not the quarterback that they wanted. And it was not the number one pick. It feels like that again in 2024's NFL draft because now they're winning. Now, are they going to have the same impact that the Jets had when the Jets got the number two overall pick and they could have had Trevor Lawrence, but they end up with Zach Wilson? But they won, yeah, and then they lost. What, what, hold on, though, with the with the Daniel Jones thing, every report I've heard in hindsight, they wanted to trade back. They knew they wanted Daniel Jones. They wanted to trade back three, four spots and get him. They knew he wouldn't be there on their second first-round pick. When you hear that, doesn't it kind of, like, I, I know it hasn't worked out right, but for me, like, I don't want my front office picking based on what, you know, 
Mel Kuyper, Todd McShay, David Hellman, what the Tankathon, whoever says I should be picking that spot, I want them to get the people that make sense to them. If they were able to trade back, he would have been the ninth pick, tenth pick. Is it a little better? I, I like you said. I just I look at I look at how it, it worked out last year. This year, obviously, a total catastrophe. But if if they had traded back and grabbed him, you probably think they're geniuses. Do I think that the Giants, if they had a player in mind they wanted to get, took him at that spot? That makes sense. Yes. Now this is gonna sound like I'm saying two different things. If that's the guy you want, do not trade. Get the guy you want. That's the answer. Dave Gettleman wants Daniel Jones. I don't think he's a great quarterback. That's your guy. Go get your guy. So that's a yes. However, maybe the truth will never come. Maybe we'll never find out. And I know exactly what you're talking about. There was talks that if they don't take him at that spot, he may not be available at that spot. Okay, so who was it going to be? That's what I was wondering back thinking. Like, So Washington was going to go get Daniel Jones? Who was this magical team that was going to jump up and get Daniel Jones? They believe that, the Giants, that if they didn't get Daniel Jones at that spot, someone could have taken him, and maybe it was Washington. I don't have that evidence. I think they got fooled. I think they Mm -hmm. bought in too much and thought someone was going to take Daniel Jones. The point is now is that your question was, 2024, who's in a better spot now, the Jets or the Giants, after the results of this weekend? I will still say the Jets. I will still say the Jets because this roster is not going to change too much. But Giant fan, I feel like I'm always going to have this take. Encouraged more than discouraged when your team is winning. When we go back to that Trevor Lawrence year when everybody was tanking for Trevor Lawrence, it was a weird time in the history of sports because people who love their teams would root against their teams. And that became like, you, you got Tankathon right there. Oh, like, Tankathon became popular because of that year with Trevor Lawrence, that people went out of their way hoping, Jet fan, you know who you are. Jet fan wanted the Jets to lose every single week to go get Trevor Lawrence. I don't like that. I don't find that as an entertaining way to be a sports fan, as rooting against your favorite team. It goes against the whole premise of it. So wins are good. It I, feels I feel dirty. Like yes! It feels dirty when you yes! do it. But it, when you get the player you wanted, which, again, remember, I'm a Raiders fan. They never draft the player I want. Like, it's it's happened maybe three times in my life where I'm like, I want, please get Charles Woodson. Please get, please get Khalil Mack. Please get, like, I've had a, a few a few of them. Oh, Alex Leatherwood. No, I wasn't, it was, that never happened. I never said that. I never wanted him. Darius Hayward Bay. Oh, hands of stone Bay. Um, I mean, it's not like there was CeeDee Lamb on the board when that happened. Um but it's yeah, there is something about like it's a it's a consolation prize is what it is. It's like, yeah, I'm not going to get what I really want, which is a Super Bowl, but at least I know I'm going to get a new favorite player. And if you believe in Tankathon, next year the Raiders will have J.C. Latham, offensive lineman from Alabama. Now doesn't that make you feel? No, I still don't feel that doesn't help. <laughs> they got you guys picking up Jaden Daniels over there in Tampa. You played really well over the weekend. I've got some interesting. I got to sit down. I really have to sit down about Jaden Daniels. All right, New York players, based on Tankathon right now, would you rather win games and maybe get this player, or would you rather lose more games and get a better player? So right now, if Tankathon has the Giants picking sixth. Uh, Liato Latu, the, the edge rusher from UCLA. Really nice player that does not change the most important spot for the Giants, so I would say continue to win. Okay. Uh, number eight, the Jets, Brock Bowers, tight end, Georgia. Nicest guy in the draft. Uh, can you stay? You know what? Lose more because Brock Bowers is a great fit for the Jets. That would be a fantastic pick for the Jets. I love that play. So maybe you get him at six or five. I really like that a lot. Uh, 16, the Bills. Rome Odunze, the wide receiver from Washington. I don't know if I said that. Uh, that one. Hmm. 
That one's a little harder for me. I, I get why they take a wide receiver because you believe Stefan Diggs' tenure might be over for Buffalo. Buffalo wants to win more. Wide receivers have been a really deep position in the draft the last few years, so I would say continue to win it for the Bills. I mean, in the fact that I think the steal of the draft is, is going to be Keon Colon, and they got him going 15 to the Bengals. Like, how many receivers can the Bengals have becomes the question. Uh, for you Albany fans, just so you know, I know he's at Florida State now, but Jared Verse, they have him going 14th to to the Rams, which would be kind of cool to see him go that early. But that's that's where they have the New York teams right now. I think every one of those I'd rather win and and, and get a slightly worse pick. Out of curiosity, Arizona would have the first pick in this scenario? Uh, no, the, the Bears would have it with the Panthers pick, and he has they have them taking Caleb Williams. And then with the fourth pick, which would be the Bears pick, um, uh, Fashanu, the offensive tackle. From Penn State? From Penn State, okay. yeah. So, uh, no, where Arizona has the second pick, and they have sentenced Marvin Harrison Jr. <laughs> to four to five years in the desert at the Tankathon. Drake May going third to the Pats. I want to come on here this week and next week, and I want the Giants to win again, and I want to go deep into wild mathematical playoff scenarios. I want to figure out how in the world the Giants can pull this off. Will they? No. But I, I want to find some wild road because it's out there. It exists. It's in the ether. I just want a team that I root for in some way, shape, or form to get Kool-Aid McKinsky. That's what I want. <laughs> if I could have Kool-Aid. Like, I know the Jets have sauce and they got DJ, whatever. I If you go sauce and Kool-Aid in your secondary, how do you lose? I don't even know. I don't think you can lose. I think you win right away. You just win every game. Sell all those jerseys you want. Put Kool-Aid on the back. Let him do his thing. Ha-ha, Clinton Dix. No, no, no. That's not as cool as Kool-Aid coming in to the NFL very, very soon. <laughs> Anybody else you want to know about real quick while we're, while we're sitting yeah, here looking at Yeah, where's Michael Penix and Bo Nix? Are they on that list? Uh, Michael Penix, 21st to the Vikings. That's a really good pick. That's great. That, okay. that That's the best of both worlds. It's good for both guys. Uh, I don't see Bo Nix. Unless I'm looking past them. Bo Nix had a game against Oregon State over the weekend. Wow. Yeah, they still got him going uh, maybe second round. Oh, wait, here we go. They do it. They go deeper. Wow. They go deep. They got the Raiders picking up J.J. McCarthy from Michigan. That wouldn't that wouldn't hurt my feelings too much. Uh, Bo Nix, 45th pick, the Rams. Okay. That'd be good for him. Uh, You know, we're talking a lot about the Giants, the Jets, their future, and everything else. Are we giving Belichick a pass here? Like, we could have. I don't gross- know where he's going to be. There we go. Like I was gonna say, like he's we, not gonna be in the he's not gonna be in New England. They're gonna they're gonna give him the respect of letting him finish out the season. But I I'm I'm leaning Washington. I just for some reason there's something about that feels very. I know it's a new regime. Feels very Washington D.C. football to, to have Belichick come in and take over. I would agree with you. It's either Washington or the Chargers. The Chargers seem like they want to make a bigger splash, and the Chargers seem closer to being more competitive. And the quarterbacks already set in L.A. You know what I'm. I just talked myself into it. I like the Chargers more, so I will take the Chargers. But I have to ask this question. He's Bill Belichick, multiple Super Bowls, arguably the greatest coach in the history of the NFL. Is there anything that could happen between that loss to the Giants on Sunday until the season concludes in January for the Chargers or the Commanders or any other team that's potentially in this bidding war for Belichick? Sees something and says, you know what? Nah, I'm good. Like, could he actually blow the opportunity to go to another team because of how bad the Patriots could finish this season? I don't think so. I think he's. I think the book's written on him. Like, if you if you don't believe in him without Brady, then you just don't believe in him. But everybody else is going to take him. Like, I I mean, for me, it's just a matter of of it's almost storyline, right? Like, 
we know that Mark Davis loves Belichick and that whole thing, but we know the Patriot way doesn't work in Vegas, though it would be very comical, and I don't want this for me, but if you hate me, this would be the funniest thing in the world for you, is if Belichick comes in with McDaniels as his offensive coordinator to the Rams. <laughs> that would be like, if you hate me, that's that's what you put, like, dear Santa. Um, but, like, like Washington makes sense to me. Um, Chargers make sense on a lot of levels. Tampa Bay's being thrown around now as a chance for him to go down there and prove he can do the exact same thing Brady did. If you want Belichick, go and get him. I don't believe the stock is as high as it's been in the past, and rightfully so, because he's showing off what his coaching career has been pre and post Brady now. I would love for New England to get the second or third overall pick, and then all of a sudden Belichick's on the clock and everyone knows he's going to take a quarterback, and they say, Spencer Rattler, South <laughs> Carolina. Everyone's like, what does Belichick do? He was a great prospect. Like, Belichick blows it. Whatever. You there's know, something going on there, that. though. Like, if you really pay attention to what's been going on in New England, there's a lot of spite trades that happen. Like, there was, no, you have to keep Brady. You can't do this. Fine. I'll trade I'll trade Garoppolo. Okay, fine. Trade Garoppolo. We're not that bad. Okay, I'll trade Brissett, too. Wait, what are you doing? Like, I think he's, every time he's been told you can't do what you want to do, he's gone nuclear. And I think he's really done it this year. Like, really done it this year. Can Corey hold on to the next break? Corey, you sit there on hold. I didn't feel like picking it up. Sorry, Corey. Corey from Greenwich coming up next, but right now I'll tell you about the inter- – yeah, that's right. I teased Corey. How's that? Uh, integrated Sleep Center in Boston Spa. That's that's my jam. Dr. Fred Dreer and the wonderful people there have made such a difference in my life. Uh, I had severe sleep apnea. I was, I was the person like you would rock, paper, scissors, and bribe to not share a hotel room with because my snoring – was so egregious it was terrifying like i'd stop breathing and if you add it up after the test it was about 12 minutes an hour if you added all all the times i stopped breathing so all those things nobody wanted to share rooms with me got very expensive all these things now i got a mouthpiece keeps my airway open it is so easy to travel with easy to clean no hoses no wires no surgery has changed everything for me i mean you anybody who listened to the old show this time of day i'm sucking wind buddy but i'm i'm hyped up i'm ready to go good night's sleep Rocking and rolling. Actually going to the gym later today with my daughter's boyfriend. And I swear to you, it all starts with that great night's sleep. 518-885-6185. Dr. Fred Dreer and the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spot are helping me sleep better. They're going to help you sleep better, too. Hitting the Elevation 10,000 phone lines next right here. Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Bull riding. The perfect fusion of strength, skill, and pure willpower. Professional bull riders aren't just athletes. They're daredevils with cowboy souls. Come experience the true modern West, where eight seconds of glory will create a lifetime of memories. It's PBR Albany at MVP Arena, December 29th and 30th. Tickets at Ticketmaster, PBR.com, and the box office. Hold on tight. The ride of your life is about to begin. As you begin your holiday season, don't forget about your motorsports and marine enthusiast. GT Toys Motorsports and Marine has something for just about everyone. 30% off parts, accessories, and apparel. 50% off select in-stock Articat apparel. Yamaha e-assist bicycles make a great gift. Most vehicles will have crazy saving tags all over the store. Like brand new Kawasaki KX85 for just $39.50. Youth 90cc ATVs from Yamaha and Articat are just three grand. Thousands of zero electric motorcycles. You're not sure what to get them? We offer gift certificates and 
you get 20% extra for no charge. Buy $100, receive $120. Only at GT Toys, Motorsports and Marine. Located on Route 9 Clifton Park. Two buildings south of Walmart in Clifton Park. And don't forget, we're open 24-7 at gttoys.com. Toys with a Z. Hello, it's LeVac and Gaz, and one of my absolute favorite ways to beat Gaz is back. Fantasy versus reality, thanks to our good friends at Hooters. I'm giving you three fantasy football plays that are going to beat their projections. LeVac's giving you the three wagers you need for the NFL weekend. It's thanks to our friends under the orange roof on Wolf Road. It's Hooters, the best place to watch NFL action all football season long. 70 Wolf Road Hooters is kind of like the mixture of fantasy and reality. Reality, great food, fantasy. Hello, Hooters girls. Fantasy versus reality after top four at four every Friday right here on LeVac and Goss. Soccer Unlimited would like to take this time to say happy holidays to you and thank you for giving us the opportunity to serve you. The holidays are a time to enjoy, so make the most of the season. Here's hoping the coming year is full of wonderful things for you and your loved ones. Season's greetings and best wishes for the holidays from Soccer Unlimited. 1272 Central Avenue, Albany. Soccer cleats, clothing, goalkeeper equipment, and more. SoccerUnlimitedUSA.com. 518-452-TEAM. Thanks for calling Discover. This is Anjali. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just got an alert for a strange charge on my card. No problem. We make sure you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases on your Discover card. Let's see. Did you purchase something from a t-shirt cannon store yesterday? Absolutely not. No, I already have like three. Zero dollar fraud liability guarantee. It pays to Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. U.S.X. Pest Control. LeVac, Victor came over to my home last week. Checked everything out. The Wait. One. He came to my home this week. What? Victor's cheating on me? <laughs> can, Victor can go to different homes <laughs> thanks to U.S.X. Pest that, Control. That moment, guys, did not know where I was going. <laughs> There's a soap opera all the time on this television here. I just, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Victor's at both LeVac and Goss's home, helping them stay safe heading into the winter, whether it's the traps, the attic, the basement, whatever it is that might need another set of eyes on it, we'll just say, and people with not swinging baseball bats. USX Pest Control can help you to keep your home safe. You work with the experts, whether it's Victor, Frank, Tim, shout to Kristen, who's setting up the appointments and more. The free inspection. You listen to us. Free inspection, and then your home sets the plan going forward for months to come to make sure it stays safe. Maybe especially if you're having family over this holiday season, you don't want to be known as the mouse home or what is that weird thing on the ground? <laughs> USX Pest Control can make sure you're not that home this holiday season. It's It's been a complete lifesaver for me. It saved Gaza's marriage. My marriage get is... Your, uh, get, your, get your free inspection today at usxpest.com. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. What well, What is up with you in that song? Listen, I will show you in this studio. I have, I, I'm telling you, I hit no intro, no intro. How many times was that song loaded in? Anyways. Uh, yeah, I, I, you're out to get me. No. Uh, he's wait. We made him wait. He's over there on the yeah. Elevation 10,000 phone lines. Uh, of course, you are welcome to call those as well. 518-690-0980. Corey from Greenwich. What's up, Corey? Hi, guys. Hi. What do you got for us today, Corey? I have Corey? a yes. giant solution. Okay. But first of all, first of all, you have to let me do this. Da, 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 da. Let's go, boo! There it is. I like it. I, I didn't recognize Hail the Victors in your version, but I'll take it. I'll take it. It's a big uh, win, my Corey. giant solution. Ready for this? Okay. 
the Buffalo Bills won't make the playoffs. The Buffalo Bills will clean house, and they will want to be with Josh Allen, so the Giants will trade for Josh Allen. Mm. Hang on, wait a second. Okay, sorry, buddy. They're not giving up Josh Allen. They're not. I mean, he's he's a franchise quarterback. There's not. He's what the third best quarterback in the league right now. Mm, yeah, yeah. I, I I appreciate your dreams. You have your version of Josh Allen. If you're a Giants fan, it, you like you ordered Josh Allen on Wish, and you got Daniel Jones. Like that's it happened. I'm sorry, but that's where you live now. Corey, it is Cyber Monday today. It is officially the holiday season. We're getting ready for Christmas. And if someone has never listened to LeVac and Goss today, maybe they're sick and tired of listening to other stuff on different stations, and today is the first day they listened. What you just heard right there <laughs> is a classic Corey and Greenwich call. Because Corey loves sports. He gives takes. But Corey will confess that he will just make up trades. Oh. That, again, Corey, two people have to agree to that trade. Why would Buffalo... Ever agree to that, ever? A uh, handful of first-round picks. All right, goodbye, Corey. <laughs> oh, you just you gave Corey the equivalent of the um, the speech in, uh, was it Billy Madison? <laughs> oh. <laughs> you just did. I didn't you do did. that to Corey. You did. You did. That okay. was a dumb call, though. It, well, listen, he's, he's getting a little better because at least he had an idea for the other side of it. So a typical Corey from Greenwich trade call would have been like back in like Aaron Rodgers prime. So the Jets take Aaron Rodgers and send over Carl Lawson. And it's like, you know that you can't just like pull up in a van and abduct a player. Like you have to get them to agree. Like this isn't Madden with the trade uh, monitor off, you know? Um, But no, he's like, like, all right, let's, let's put it like this. Let's try to, I'm gonna try to rationalize it. Right. So let's say he's right. Bill's, just they're so frustrated. The Bagula family—they're so they. We're we starting over. We're bringing in Belichick. We're starting over. We're starting fresh. We're bringing in everybody. If the Giants had the number one overall pick, and the Bills could use that to pick the quarterback of their choice, and Dable did really want Josh Allen. Obviously, it's not just number one pick, but if you have one of the strongest draft years for quarterbacks, could you put a package together that if they were starting over? You could get Josh Allen. I would still say no. Okay. I would still say no because the Giants. I mean, you're right. I just wanted to make it. I just tried to (laughs) Corey's my guy. So here's that thought about Corey with you. Here's what happened today with you, Corey, is that Bills fans did that to you. Even though you wanted to talk about the Giants and the Bills, the Bills fans did that to you because I look, I'll say his name because you and I started the conversation with him here in the capital region. Sal Capaccio, who covers the Bills out in Western New York. He had a situation today he was dealing with with Bills and Bills fans and callers like Corey, and we appreciate Corey. But like Bills fans today wanted Von Miller to become the defensive coordinator and player, so they got the true value out of Von Miller. That was a call he dealt with today. He also thought if Sean McDermott's so bad, why don't they just hire Frank Wright right now? Like, let's just do it. He, you know, he's from the Bills. Corey thought, I got it. No, no, no. <laughs> you think that's it, huh? Trade Josh Allen. All right, what about this? Let me let me I'm trying I'm trying to work my my Corey brain, okay? What about this? Giants are so fed up with the way things are going. You're winning with Tommy DeVito. You won now all of a sudden I got to go into a year with Daniel Jones and Tommy DeVito is my quarterback room. They kick Dable. Buffalo hires Dable to be the new head coach. I actually thought that's where that call was going to go. 
when I he thought start, so too. When he yeah, started too. setting that up for Dable, I'm like, okay, like that makes sense. And I thought when he said the word trade, I'm like, he's going to trade Buffalo to go get Dable, and they're going to give the Giants a pick, and the Giants are going to say, you know what, we're going to find somebody else. I mean, Belichick would be the fun answer there. But they're going to go do something else, even though he's the coach of the year two years ago. So that's where I'd struggle with that. So even though New York teams want to shake up, even though Buffalo wants McDermott out, it's never been under more heat in the tenure of his head coaching career than he is now. Even though the Jet fans watched Friday and they think Hackett stinks and Lazard and Cobb are getting the blame. And even though the Giants, DeVito's winning, but people want to remind us that he's not that good. It's a weird time in New York sports, even when teams are, at least the Giants are winning. Changes wanted. Changes wanted, even by Corey and Greenwich. You've followed Tommy DeVito's career. He was in Syracuse, then he went to Illinois. Is, is there potential? Could you groom him? Is he somebody who could be the quarterback? No. Backup? No. Uh, he Not could, even the backup? He could make a career as a second or third stringer in the NFL and make a good living. Like, if he has a really... Could he be Mike Glennon? Yeah. I, th- I think if he has a really good December, and by really good, I mean maybe the Giants go 500 and DeVito, I'm just throwing numbers out here. Let's say he finishes the season, the next few remaining games, with 10 touchdowns and three picks. He could become a career backup. And that's pretty good. Like, that's a pretty good life. A lot of quarter. We'll use Ryan Nassib as an example because there's a lot of comparisons between Ryan Nassib and Tommy DeVito. Both went to Syracuse. Both probably just got picked by a New York team because the scouts were in the area. They never wanted them to play. Tommy DeVito was never in the plans. Ryan Nassib was never in the plans. They even said that. They said on draft day, we hope he never plays. Yeah. So Nassib never got a shot. He got a quick cup of coffee with the Saints, and then he was done. DeVito got a shot. Like, this happens in college. This happens in high school. This is what makes football fun. Quarterbacks are super talented, but they got to get on the field. We just talked about Tom Brady. He's got to get on the field. DeVito got a shot, and now he can make a career out of it, which is a cool part of the NFL. When you get an opportunity, what do you do with the opportunity? And Giant fan... That rookie quarterback just went out and beat the Patriots and Bill Belichick. He can hang his hat on that for the rest of his life. So remaining on the Giants' schedule, Packers at Saints, at Eagles, home for Rams, home for Eagles. He's been sacked 15 times in two games. I believe the bye week he will be sacked at least three times. Is, is, can, he, can he get sacked like 100 times between now and the end of the year? Yes. <laughs> yes, he could. Yeah, he could. Poor, that poor guy. Like, like, can you imagine? You like, you're making 44k a game just to dress, just to go out there. I'm a New York Giant, everybody. How you doing, ladies? Mom makes cutlets. It's gonna be great. Come on by. And then all of a sudden, they're like, "Here's your chance to live your dream." You get sacked nine times in a win. Toast the to town. You sacked six times against what's left of the New England Patriots defense. Toast to the town. You, you're now gonna play the Eagles twice. You, this poor guy's gonna get. He's he's not gonna have a spleen by the time this is over. So let's say like he's gonna get crushed, but let's say he's good. Like let's say he leads him into the playoffs somehow, some way. It happens. So can Tommy DeVito do anything? Anything, honestly. And maybe this is the question you kind of wanted my answer response on is if DeVito's the best quarterback in the NFL in December, he still's not better than Daniel Jones. Like he's still not in the future plans. Because we're watching it work in San Francisco. That might be an apples and oranges comparison. But the point I'm trying to make is you've got a super underpaid quarterback and you have cap flexibility to make the roster better. If the Giants say we threw a ton of money, relatively speaking, at Daniel Jones, not in comparison to $200 million quarterbacks, and we can have more roster flexibility with a super underpaid quarterback in DeVito, isn't that the best for our future? Because we got a lot of pieces to fix. 
that does make sense if everything like that happens. Mm-hmm. You need a lot to go in your favor all of a sudden. I just, I kind of feel bad for the dude. Like, he's going to, he's literally going to get the living doo-doo beat out of him for the rest of this year to hopefully cash in as a backup. Hopefully. And again, 44K a game. He, like, they, they always like to break down, like, these big contracts. Like, for for every pass completed, Lamar Jackson makes $2 million. For every sack, he gets, like, five grand. Would you take five grand to have an NFL edge rusher clean up your ribs? Oh, yeah. You would? I've worked in radio my entire adult life. You realize that we're old now, right? You you Money. might you might you might like turn into dust. <laughs> no, I'm ready. You're not ready. You think you're ready. I can't let that happen. You have kids. My kid's older. I am fine. I'm she I'm a I'm gonna need more than five grand though. I'm gonna need enough to cover like the medical expenses at least. Because you're going to the hospital. I imagine happening. you or my wife picking me up after my injury. Oh, yeah, you got it, huh? Yeah, you were yeah. ready? Here you hey. are. Hey, where am I? I don't even know where I am. Well, I know she picked me up in a Honda Pilot, thanks to our <laughs> friends at Mohawk Honda. If you're looking for a pilot this holiday season, the place for you is Mohawk Honda. The deals, the savings this holiday season are at Mohawk Honda. How about a new ride? How great would that be for a Christmas gift, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever? You're, the new year, start off with a new ride. Mohawk Honda can help you find the vehicle you're looking for. I know from experience, Cam McKenna was my guy I worked with. Whoever it is, Cam McKenna, Brian McKenna, the VIP man, Morales, John Lucas. We're just trashing us, Giants. Sorry about that, man. Uh, <laughs> Mohawk Honda will help you. And also a big shout-out to their GM, Greg Johnson, and Lindsey Haird and the whole crew over there. People that you can trust during the carbon experience. So many horror stories I hear about people that don't even want to get a new vehicle because they don't want to go back to the lot. Don't have that happen. Work with people who four, five, six cars into the future, when you're continuing to change and find a new ride as your life changes, you continue to go back to Mohawk Honda, which, by the way, LeVac and I will be broadcasting live from tomorrow. So join us if you've been waiting for that holiday day or at the end of the month and want to see us live and in person, Mohawk Honda, tomorrow, 3 to 5. You can join tomorrow, us. Tomorrow, LeVac versus Austin. Le- Jeff versus Kirk. If Kirk Austin puts me outside again, I'm going to – you listen up, you pencil neck geek. You and your soccer balls are getting kicked across the parking lot. Yeah. You better put me inside where it's toasty warm and there's some hot chocolate for old Gazi Bear. You want to play footy? I'll show you where the footy is. <laughs> All right, top four for us next. <laughs> Thanks to Mohawk Honda. This is the season of giving, and as you know, Mohawk Honda loves to give to our community. <laughs> Time for the top four at four with Levac and Gaz. Time for the four biggest stories in the world of sports. It is brought to you by our good friends at Mohawk Honda. Uh, Gaz, you have the four biggest stories. Did you see the breaking news? I did not. Uh, Dare. Wait a second. I don't have the breaking news. Levac, do you want to take it for story number four? Do you want? I mean, is a it little four? Omaha? 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 The Carolina Panthers have fired their head coach, Frank Reich. Frank Reich out. Details are still pretty sparse at the moment. Uh, The Carolina Panthers brought him in this year. They drafted their quarterback with him this year and now have already clipped him. He is out. They they do have the worst record in football. They did give up the first overall pick at this point to the Bears last year to get the pick last year. Short, short leash for Frank Reich. In Carolina. This is rare to say that a team is so bad, the worst team in the NFL, and 1-10. in This is an idiotic move. This is 
it's hard for me to even understand how dumb this is. What I feel like happened is this. The new, still pretty new, Panther owner, David Tepper, who followed the late Jerry Richardson. I don't want to speak ill of Jerry Richardson, but read up on Jerry mm-hmm. Richardson, how that ended. You'd be the only one who didn't want to. Yeah. So it feels like David Tepper thought, okay, I got an idea. I'm going to listen to Charlotte Sports Talk Radio. What should we do? Okay. It seems like everybody wants us to trade for the number one pick. Yeah, it's a great idea. Okay, let's do it. Uh, what do we got to do? Cool. All right, we got Bryce Young. Awesome. Uh, our, our team stinks. What do we do? Uh, fire the coach. All right, fire the coach. I mean, I'm doing pretty good, right? I mean, everybody <laughs> likes me now, but that's not how this works. Like, you traded away too much to get Bryce Young when you probably could have got another quarterback in the draft and just sat at your spot. You could have let Frank Wright, who was, I thought, a fantastic coach and still do believe that. Remember, it's the same guy who almost won with the Colts, but Andrew Luck retired on the field. It's the same guy who was on that Eagles staff that won with Nick Foles as a quarterback, leading the team to the Super Bowl. What is he supposed to do with this roster? I'm stunned by this move, and good for Frank Reich, because guess what? Maybe potentially, people are looking this up today, and it hasn't been confirmed yet, he might be the first coach in NFL history to be getting paid by two teams at the same time. Because remember, he got fired by the Colts on a guaranteed contract, and they're paying him. And now because he's one year into this deal, which I believe is $40 million, is now getting paid by the Panthers. Uh, Two two teams. Tepper said, quote, I met with Coach Reich this morning and informed him that he will not continue as head coach of the Carolina Panthers. I want to thank Frank for his dedication and service, and we wish him well. I mean, is this a favor? Is is this now, like, is he available? Where does Frank Reich go? Does he go to college? Could he be in the running for some of these open jobs? Like, could he be could he be the Raiders coach? Could he be you know where he goes? The beach. He never coaches again and enjoys life. He's getting paid a ridiculous amount of money. You know, now. these guys don't function like that. 62? He's 62 years old? Yeah. Really? He looks better than that. Looks great. Uh, I, I got a feeling he shows up somewhere. Because I mean, he, you know, he became the man. With Andy Reid as his OC, the quarterback guru, all those things. Yeah, you know, the enemy's gone. Does he go back? Does he go work with Reid? Goes right to the beach or Buffalo, <laughs> which just seems like a very parallel Ooh, thing. To Buffalo. Do. He was, I mean, greatest comeback of all time. This is a tough question I'm going to give you, though, but I like this question. This is only the sixth time in the history of the NFL that a coach has been fired in his first season and didn't finish. So six times it's happened. Year one, fired. Mm-hmm. But it's now happened three times the past three seasons. Frank Reich's one of them. Can you name the other two? Uh, was it Wilkes? That would have been my first guess. He did, uh, I believe that's longer than three years uh, ago. Well, Buddy Hackett, Nathaniel Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett's one. <clears throat> Another one in his first year as a head coach. And it wasn't, we're not counting. Um, first year as an NFL head coach. That's first a big, year as an that's NFL. That's a big clue. I don't. I don't know. Urban Meyer. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, good, good. Which is the now segue into story number three here, talking about college football and coaches here. This worked out perfect. That Mike Elko is the new head coach at Texas A&M, replacing Jimbo Fisher. Jonathan Smith is the new head coach for the Michigan State Spartans, replacing Mel Tucker. Smith, formerly at Oregon State. Here, another bizarre fact. A lot of weird stats on today's show. This is now the second time that Michigan State has had a coach named John Smith. <laughs> they used to have John L. Smith who coached the Spartans, and now they have a Jonathan Smith. <laughs> no one cares about that stat. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. It's out there. It's, you've heard it now on LeVac and Goss. Uh, Mike Elko 
If you don't know his career, he's the Duke Blue Devil head coach. He formerly was the Texas A&M defensive coordinator, left for the Duke job. Remember, A&M's defense, pretty good. He's been a part of the A&M staff in the past, so a former Aggie going back to the Aggies is... You know, He's one of my favorites. Okay, so you like that higher, but I mean, yeah. two-part question here. One, is that good enough for Texas A&M because he's a fellow Aggie? Two, any issues with Jonathan Smith leaving Oregon State because they're in the Pac-2 in the future? Some people have criticized him for saying, well, you're leaving them high and dry, and Oregon State doesn't have a future now because he left that program. If, if the only thing keeping them together is uh, average name, average game, John Smith, well, they got bigger problems. Like, what He's supposed to mortgage his future on what the Pac-2 does? Hey, listen, Big Ten is going to have, what, 75 teams next year? Yes, I think so. So why not go there and, and try to make something out of Michigan State? Um, Elko, the reason I love Elko is I feel like he is probably one of the smarter defense coordinators out there, and he's obviously tough as nails because look what he did for Duke. But I still feel like he writes up plays on napkins in a bar <laughs> eating peanuts while drinking whatever draft beer is on sale that day. Like he doesn't he doesn't look like these polished head coaches. He looks like a guy who would fight Clint Eastwood in a movie and then coach your team to a championship. One thing I find ironic, funny, interesting, all of those things. Maybe you've seen it. I have yet to see it today. I have not heard what the reported contract is, the numbers. Because Texas A&M wants yeah. to talk about how much they paid Jimbo Fisher. Like that was the big bragging right last time. If you remember the Jimbo Fisher introductory press conference. They actually gave him a plaque that said national champions and left the year open. That's how much hype and pomp and circumstance that was around Jimbo Fisher. I don't even have numbers on Elko. Maybe you saw him. I have yet to see them today. I haven't seen him yet. And I think that's why on would purpose. You, yeah, right? I was going to say, why would you even say what they are at this point if you don't have to? It'll come out at some point. There's not any New York teams in action here for story number two. We're talking about the NBA. Some marquee games of note, though, is the Clippers hosting the defending NBA champion Nuggets at 1030 and the Lakers taking on the Sixers at 7 o'clock. So I'm just using this opportunity to talk about, did you see Greg Popovich when the Spurs played the Clippers oh. and Popovich getting on the mic and telling <laughs> the fans to stop booing? Any thoughts on Coach Pop's maneuver in that game? I think it's ridiculous that if I buy a ticket to a game, I'm not allowed to boo because my old curmudgeon coach has going to go, hey, knock it off. Get off my lawn. But he swears he was, he just, he's like, I didn't want to poke the bear. They, they didn't, he would, he would have, if he, they motivated him, he would have went out there and, and got us. I, dude, Popovich is, he's crazy at this point. Like he's, he's gone from eclectic to crazy. What a loser is what I say about <laughs> Greg Popovich. Done. Get out, retire. What was? What are you doing? What are you doing? It's not even like I've seen college coaches get on the mic and tell teenagers to knock it off because they're teenagers. They're yeah. drunken college kids. They don't know better. And you're a representation of the school. You're at a professional sporting event against a guy who demanded he gets traded. And you're defending him for what? How tone deaf is Greg Popovich? Done. Enough. Stinks. What does, it say, what does it say about uh, Kawhi, though, that like, if if you guys wake him up, you rile up, he'll play well. <laughs> like there's part of that too. I, I maybe maybe that's his defense of it. I guess. But you think about the guys. They're like, you better not do this. From yeah. Greg Popovich, yeah, the one who became semi known for obviously his championships in his Hall of Fame career, maybe the greatest NBA coach of all time, of criticizing and doing the shtick with the reporters during the in-game stuff, like kind of telling the late Craig Sager how to do his job and everything. But bizarre, bizarre stuff. All right, so I'm. 
cheating here on story number one. Okay. Because story number one for me is the Bears and the Vikings, and we're going to preview that game as we usually do for Monday Night Football on our play of the day. So Bears and Vikings tonight. But this goes back to yesterday. A recap here in story four because we have a few minutes to talk about it here before we talk so more football. So you're doing a top five at four? I know the other show that used to do that. Never mind. Uh, the Albany Cup. Any thoughts? Uh, yeah. Albany played way better than we thought they would be able to. They they handled business. Um, Santa did not look great, but I, I've told you this, and I've told anyone who's asked me this. If I know anything about Coach Carm, he's he obviously wanted to win that, but his focus is winning the MAC tournament, going to the dance. So the team historically, his team finishes way better than they start. So I wouldn't. I'm not. I'm not panicked, but I know that's a win they wanted. Sienna played terrible. Ely came back. They're awful. They can't score. I don't know if it's the transfer portal. I don't know what's going on. That is an awful loss for Sienna. I like Coach Carm a lot. That's the worst loss in his tenure as the Siena basketball coach, and I don't think it's even close. May, like You could argue the MAC tournament losses to other teams were worse, but that's the MAC tournament. Like It's one and done. You're competing against teams for a postseason berth. That's, but don't that's, we do this every year with him, though? Like, that, that's I remember a, the first time we had him on the show, it was like, why can't you win on the road? And he's like, oh, here we go. And then they started winning on the road. Like, why are you all to? And I remember we were at a game, and somebody yelled, hey, you only have to win three in March. Car-. Like, like Every year, he does this to us. He went 0-12 or whatever that year was, 0-13 on the road, getting smacked by 35 against a Albany team that, at that point, nobody knew much about. Amari Marshall, to quote another fellow Marshall like him, hi, my name is... He just introduced himself to the Capital Region yeah. because he put on one of the biggest performances and best performances we've seen in a very long time from a Great Dane basketball player. He's another transfer, but they got smacked. That game was an eye-opening Ooh. decision. Is of, it our fault? Is it you? Is and I? it media's what? fault that we were so everyone? Everyone was so wrapped up in the drama around the U Albany program. Maybe we missed just how good they might be. Or no. was it just a game and in, in, in no all change? I would say U Albany did everything right, and Sienna's very bad. And I could, I could see U Albany being a contender down their conference, and Sienna being one of the bottom teams in the conference. That's think, how much I take. Away I think from Sienna over they'll rebound. That's what he does. That's what he does. That's it's all he does, guys. Like he's shown us it every time. Until until he doesn't, I believe Coach Carmel rebound. And I think Dwayne Kills is putting together something better than we realized. Well, if you're a college athlete, maybe you're a high school player that wants to get their name out there. Maybe you're a small business in this holiday season. You want to get your sales out in front of a new audience. Maybe you're a business that thinks NIL could be something important for you. Elevation 10,000 is who you want to work with. Elevate your brand today with our friends at Elevation 10,000. Levac and I know from experience, whether it's a merging media company, whether it's a AFL football team, whether it's a local sports show that people Enjoy listening to Elevation 10,000 has helped us elevate our brands. They can do the same for you today. Whether it's your family saying, hey, we would like um, some kind of personalized theme for upcoming trips or or as you mentioned, everything else. Basically, every time I have a question I don't have an answer to, Dave over at Elevation 10,000 is my call. Go to Elevation10k.com. Check it out today. It's amazing everything they're doing at Elevation 10,000, everything they'll continue to do. Here's my thing. If you have an issue with your brand, you want to figure something out with your advertising and you don't think they have the answer, they either have it or they'll get it for you. Elevate your brand today with Elevation 10,000. Let's get into this Buffalo Bills situation a little bit deeper. That is next right here. Levac and Goddess, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980. 
We're back with a report on a big new craze. Hey, it's Levac and Goss for USX Pest Control. Just had uh, Victor out to uh, Casa de Levac. He oh, was, you had Victor as well. Yeah. Shout out to Victor. So during our little hiatus when we were out, um, you know this. I don't know. I, I might have mentioned it on Sunday. I ended up getting um, some kind of like quick stomach thing on Friday. Yeah. So I get a call from Victor. He's like, hey, I'm outside. You know, where, where are you at? Kind of thing. And I'm like, I'm inside and I'm not letting you in because I don't want to do this to you. Um, so he goes, he starts laughing because I appreciate that. And he goes, how is everything? What are we doing? I go, well, you know where you have the, um, the mouse trap bait thing. I've noticed a lot of activity over there outside the house. Uh, this is going on. That's going on. He goes, no problem. I'll take care of all of it. You, there's nothing inside you need me to do. Like whatever. I'm mean, like, no, inside has been fantastic. Your front line of defense with the, uh, non-chemical exclusion package and, and with that, the bait and then the spraying that foundation, it's, it's kept everything out. It's been perfect. He goes, great, happy to hear it, hope you feel better, boom. Next thing I know, you know, he's out there probably about a half hour taking care of everything. He takes off. Everything's great, man. USX Pest Control. They got it. They got this thing down to a science. Even if you're not feeling well, they can still handle everything. That's why we're so happy to have USX Pest Control on our side. And USX Pest Control. Yeah, LA Knight's <laughs> favorite, our favorite as well. My guy, Victor, and your guy, Victor, as well. He came back to my place, said, guys, I just got to check the attic. It's been a minute. Got right up there, checked it, good to go. Uh, the mouse traps are working, I found out. Yep. So shout out to Victor for checking that out. Whatever it might be, December is creeping up on us. That winter is coming. I know out in central New York, they got some snow on the way. If you don't know how your home's going to be affected by this changing weather, we always tell you just call USX Pest Control to find out how your home's going to be ready to go, not just for the end of 2023, but 2024 and beyond. Free inspection. Just yeah. go to USXPest.com. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, it's always, oh, I was, what happened? Nothing. Thank you. Yeah. By the way, I bumped into Kelly. I saw Kelly over the weekend. Oh, yeah, because you were back in, uh, you were back in Cuse. She is very proud to be a part of the show. She's using that now as her, a little known fact about me. You can hear me in the Capital Region <laughs> on LeVac and Gaz. I'm like, yeah, all right, Kelly, appreciate the uh, promotion out in Central New York for you. Very nice. And that song almost played and I almost lost my mind with you. Um... It is weird, like, we were just talking about USX, like, to tell someone you've never met, like, hey, my tum-tum hurts, like, because, like, how do you, what's the best way to describe to somebody, you know, you, uh, bathroom issues, you know, at least, is it bathroom issues, like, like, I don't want you to come in here because I might be sick. Yeah, I'm a little bit more of an adult about it, I don't say I have tum-tum issues, I have a tummy ache, is what I usually say. Oh, well, no, it wasn't, it wasn't, my stomach felt fine, it was, uh, you remember the Jeff Daniels in Dumb and Dumber? Oh, no. Yeah. No. LeVac. Maybe that's what I should do. Hey, uh, you ever see Dumb and Dumber? Let's see with Jeff Daniels. He's on the bowl. Can't. And he, uh, yeah, that was that was that was what was up. Um, speaking of over the bowl, Bills fans uncontrollable. What a transition. Just, you can after this one. Thirty-seven, thirty-four. They lose to the Eagles in in overtime. Uh, Josh Allen, zero and six in overtime games. Josh Allen is look. First of all, Josh Allen's not the reason they lost the stats game. Stats are the stats. I know about the oh, stats. Six. Well, I know about the stats because I saw him drop out a 60-burger against me in fantasy as I played you. are welcome. Yeah, <laughs> I saw the stats from Josh Allen. Before we dive into the game, let's just go with the opener that Western New York is all fired up about and social media could not get to Twitter and Facebook quick enough to post about. Let, let's talk about the end of the game because... Elliot hits a 60-yarder, basically. Elliot. Oh, the, uh, regulation. You mean not, regu oh, yeah. Thank you. Regulation. Hits it. The chances of that kick going in, I'm, I'm 
You and I are both oh, watching. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's going in. You a know what it looked like? In the rain. It looked like my best golf drives because it wasn't straight. There was like a, there was a hook and a slice. It was low. It just went over the bar. Like, it was it was beautiful in its imperfection, and it went through. So he hits it. You nod your head. The Philly crowd's going to see this game go to overtime. Buffalo's got 20 seconds left, and people are all over McDermott. They're all over him today because he takes a knee at the end of the game. Doesn't try to make an overtime. Uh, doesn't try to make any type of plays before overtime, and that's the big talking point out in Western New York. Maybe they just wanted to complain. Maybe they're just ticked they lost. Like, I buy Bills fans, then I realize maybe they're just ticked they lost. Like, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. He took a knee. I mean, they're on the road in the pouring rain, and you've got a quarterback who's known for turnovers and a really good Eagles D line that could cause a strip sack. And it could even be how the snap could be bad. I'm not as. How did you feel about it? Because obviously, my take is that I thought it was fine he took a knee. Um, I I'll be perfectly honest. Okay, when he took the knee, I was good with it because of how the first half of the Jets game ended on Friday. You know, the fail Mary, where Boyle throws it and it turns into a pick six. That reason at that moment, I was good with it. But as any great armchair quarterback will tell you, I am now gifted with hindsight being twenty twenty, and I wish you had gone ahead and tried to get get the ball down there because it just this Eagles team I I don't know if they've captured a leprechaun um if they've they've stolen every lucky coin that was ever made uh they have they have a rabbit feet everywhere like this team and I know it's I know a lot of its skill they're a very has the ball bounce their way but no one has the ball bounce their way more than the Eagles. We just talked about the 60-yarder in the in the rain and the nastiness. Um, the the A.J. Brown no fumble, the uh, end of the first half of the game where they horse-collar Allen and he gets called for intentional grounding. Like, the the Eagles, is it the Kelly Green? What I don't know what it is. They seem to have all the luck, and it's almost one of those things where, like in the college ranks, when you see a team that is able to take – a, a superior team or a team that's far more likely to win the game into the deep water and then go, we're going to keep playing it out. No, 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 go for two. No, no, take chances because your only chance to close this out now is to take chances because the first half, Bills look great. Eagles just started coming for him. It was like it was like a horror movie. It's like Michael Myers. You're just walking up slow. It's coming for you, slow and slow, And but you're, we're going to take you down. So hindsight, I can understand why people would want him to take that chance. This is a team that gets burned. And, and I said – you can not blame Josh Allen all you want. 0-6 oh, is real. You get that actually after that coin flips the second time, Josh Allen does not win. I know Bill Finn doesn't want to argue today about what would have made them more upset because they're already upset enough about losing the game and blowing the lead and feeling like that one's the one they absolutely needed for the AFC playoff picture. But you and I have done this long enough where if Allen had thrown a pick or turned over the football or McDermott, he did have one other timeout. That's a huge part of that. I, I need to add it. Right, they did right. have another timeout, too, with the 20 seconds. Right, which makes you want to take the chance. Yeah, sure. but like if he had made a mistake, this is, what are you doing, McDermott? Yeah. Take a knee. It's pouring in Philly. You're on the – like that outrage would have been so much stronger if a mistake was made. But, look, Buffalo lost the game. Buffalo fan, Levesque, you mentioned about all the breaks 
that Philly have gotten, not just in that game, but this season. Yeah. We, each game we could really two pick years. A, right. We could like we could pick each game they've played and said, look at this call, look at the, the push, look at the mark, all of it. Buffalo this season. You've got the Jets week one on the punt return. You've got the twelfth man situation, the wrong amount of guys in the field. Then you have this heartbreaker. You get one heartbreaking loss in the NFL in a regular season. That's tough. Two, you probably can't recover. Three, and this is not being biased for Capital Region Bill fan. Like, those are rip-your-heart-out losses against two good teams and one really bad team. I'm, at this point on a Monday, very much convinced that Buffalo might be done. And it's not even Mm. so much about the roster. It's not so much about the quarterback plates that when you have those three heartbreaking losses for the fan base, for the coaching staff, for the players, mentally, you're just like, we can't do it. Like, we can't get over the hump. What are we doing wrong right now? That one might be it for Buffalo. And they're so talented. But three heartbreaking losses in a more competitive AFC from teams I didn't think were going to be competitive. It's going to be so hard for Buffalo to come back because it is not getting much easier. 10-7 is, is, the, is the worst you can do and still be in contention, right? Yes. 10 is the magic number. So you so you got to win four of these games. You've got the bye week, then you're at Kansas City. You've got Dallas in Buffalo. You're at the Chargers, home for the Pats, at the Dolphins. So at Kansas City... This is a different Kansas City team. With the bye week, you should be you should be able to beat them with the way if they play just like they played against Philly, they should be able to beat Kansas City. We talked about this earlier. The Raiders, who are are a very flawed team right now, should have been up seventeen nothing on them. But Kevin Harlan, you son of a. But it. This this is a winnable game, 50-50 coin toss. Yes, I would say. I was going to say it's a 50-50 game, but you know what? For the sake of this, let's give them the win. Let's give them the okay. Win. Dallas, you're not playing in Dallas. If you're playing in Dallas, you're host. The Cowboys are 5-0 and at home. They're not losing at home. But you might be able to beat them in Buffalo. But we got to split these two. Okay, one and one. Okay, so you got one. At the Chargers, Chargers are frauds. If you can't beat the Chargers, don't even, don't even you're done. Don't deserve to be in the postseason, so we'll push this to 2-1 and one for Buffalo. Patriots? You got to beat the Pats. You got to beat the Pats. Did, did they? Tommy lose? DeVito just beat the Pats. I will say yes. They should beat New England. The, the way New England looked, yes. Let's give it to Buffalo. We'll put them three and one. I know some Bill fan feels some type of way against New England, but for this, three and one. Which means to get to ten and seven, to have a chance at the postseason, you need to beat the Dolphins in Miami for the last game of the season. Which it's got to play out that way. Like, it has to. Forget the jokes that there's a script written by the NFL. Karma, uh, God, fate, uh, uh, Shiva, I don't care. Whoever it is you you believe in, the the giant spaghetti monster, they draw these. This is the Bills' chance to be in the postseason will be decided in Miami on December, or I'm sorry, January 7th. There is a scenario, too. That could potentially play out where Miami could already have the division wrapped up. Yep. So Miami could have a two-game lead on the next closest team, which I would say it's safe. It's going to be Buffalo with one to play. So Miami in that game would be playing for potentially seeding. Right now, Jacksonville, 
I like how you and I look smart sometimes. Jacksonville right now is the top seed in the AFC. Levac handed in his paper first. Even though he handed it in first, doesn't make, make me less right. <laughs> we both thought Jacksonville would finish this regular season with the most wins in the top seed in the AFC. So, yes, Buffalo's season will come down to Miami if it plays out the way they do. But, boy, how different could it be if those three heartbreaking losses don't go that way? Can they recover? Uh, look, we just did that. I don't feel confident in those plays they just had there because there's a lot of other things that can happen around Buffalo and it's just, oh, I feel for the – it's been a yeah. long time. Like, I grew up with the Bills being awful. They were terrible. But I felt like this – even the Red Sox were kind of in this conversation. Like, the most heartbreaking fan base. You never want to grow up to be a Red Sox fan. You never want to grow up to be a Buffalo Bill fan because they're going to rip your heart out. And Jet fan, I know you're in that conversation too, but they've been a little bit more competitive than the Jets, the Red Sox, and the Bills. Gosh, this season's making me think it's the 90s again. It's just – it's it's a weird – so, like – Obviously, I know a lot of Bills fans. I know a lot of different fan bases, whatever. Raiders fan. I'm sitting here, and everybody wants to, you know, kind of lump us in together. And we are. We're in the hunt. We're right there with you. We're in the, we're in the hunt. I didn't expect to be after the whole, well, after just watching Josh McDaniels coach. Like, I thought, no way. So, like, for me, I'm living on borrowed time. I'm having a great time right now. Bills fan, you didn't expect to be in the hunt either. You expect to be a top three seed. You expect to be towards the beginning of this thing. So it's it's a very different life. Like my where I sit, eh, okay, I can live like this. Where you sit, it's like, what the hell am I doing here? So the questions are going to come down. Like I see people, again, there are people who want to blame Josh Allen. I think he's responded amazing to Joe Brady calling the plays. I think that that whatever moves have to be made, if any moves have to be made, you need to find a way to have Joe Brady sitting right next to, to, to your boy Josh Allen because – as you mentioned, guys, I he had what fifty four points on your butt last night yes. in fantasy. Yeah, he did. So that I mean that's that's fun to watch. It's it's hero ball, but it's controlled hero ball. He's not he's still throwing the ball, but he's he is he's able to work in the hero angle. But McDermott might be might be on borrowed time. This is the most heat he's ever faced from the Bills fan base. Josh Allen's going out and getting third downs. He's spreading the football around. He is responding well to Joe Brady, but. This is not where Buffalo is supposed to be. They are not supposed to be suffering heartbreaking losses to teams talent-wise. They're better than. And we're not supposed to be sitting here talking about post-Thanksgiving if they're going to make the postseason. I had a feeling the Miami-Buffalo game was going to be important, but it felt more like it was going to be for the division championship, not whether or not Buffalo would be a postseason team. And, boy, it look, if the number – we'll do this. I'd put it at 33%. I believe the Gaz – BPI rankings of the Bills being a playoff team because of how tough that schedule is. And if that number is 10, which I believe it is, in my mind of how this AFC is shaken out, it's more likely now that Buffalo will miss the postseason than make the postseason. I think there's two playoff spots that are in flux right now for the AFC. I think we I think I know five teams that are going to be in. I think six and seven are available. And you are you are fighting it out with the Cleveland Browns, so I think we'll fall out. You're fighting out with the Colts. I feel like they're going to fall out. But you still got the Texans, the Broncos ahead of you. And right behind you are the Raiders, who are playing inspired football. Uh, the Bengals, I think you're safe. So realistically, I think you're fighting the Texans, Broncos, Bills will most likely, two of those three, will get the last two spots in the AFC, is what I think will happen. Possibly the Colts. The Colts are, I mean, they are playing, they are playing great football. 
for a team that lost their quarterback that really wasn't they went into the year fighting with their their tailback you know everything everything on their son was wrong and listen as we know the most profiled uh racially skewed demographic in the world is a white millionaire or billionaire just ask Jim Mercy look what he's been through this year that poor poor man <laughs> when he said they were they were out to give me because I'm rich and I was like oh god help me <laughs> dude you make it harder and harder to t- take you seriously at any level like Jerry Jones is like I really appreciate everything you're doing to make me look smart insane pew pew well, yeah, it's gonna be right there. Where's the world? I can't touch it. I, I'm, I'm, what? I'm out of touch. Where yeah. am I? Hello. Everyone should feel sorry for me. I'm so, so rich and so white. Oh, man, didn't know you were. You were didn't know the struggle was so real. I hope you're okay, Ursay. Uh, yeah. So there it is. I, I think I, I think the Bills are alive. But yeah, they're fighting it out with the Broncos team. It looks like they figured it out. They're fighting it out with a Texans team, which is electric. A Colts team that is tough as as leather. And, you know, Cleveland, who that defense is special. But I don't think – I think right now, Ravens, Chiefs, Jags, Dolphins, Steelers are in. Like, just in. And the Steelers, I don't think the Steelers are in because they're a great team. I think the Steelers are in because their schedule sets up nicely for them to be in. Bills fans, you still have to do holiday shopping. You yes. still have to support your family. Maybe the only way you get a ring. That's <laughs> yeah, not – I didn't want that. <laughs> That's – it's not nice. Lily and David Fine Jewelers is the place. The shops of Wilton. Vex, very proud. Bills fan, we like you. Do not send angry tweet. We like you, Bill fan. Lily and David Fine Jewelers is the place for you this holiday season. Go out and support them. You know what makes me really happy here at Fox Sports 95.9 and 980-1031-HD2, Apple and Spotify. LeVac, for a long time, our friends at the Integrative Sleep Center, mm-hmm. people would come out and talk to LeVac yes. about how you got a great night's sleep. It's happening more now on Fox about the sh- stories of I'm getting engaged. Hey, guys, I'm about to get engaged. Hey, guys, what was your uh, – I don't want to say his name. This is now the second time in the last month. I'll say his first initials, Jay. Jay reached out to me and said, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to propose to my girlfriend. What do you think? What do I – Lillian David Fine Jewelers. Do not ask me for proposal advice, Jay. I appreciate the email. I'm glad you let me in on your private life about what's happened in December – but Lillian David Fine Jewelers can help you far more. Go check it out. The wedding band two-for-one sale, the holiday gifts, her style, her fashion, and more. Work with Alyssa and David and Tammy and she. Whatever it's coming up, shout out, by the way, to Lillian David Fine Jewelers. Jay's probably stopping in. So get ready for him. He needs the help. Jay, I can't help you, but I appreciate you sharing the story. So when you go to Lillian David Fine Jewelers, the shops of Wilton, a family-owned and operated business, share my story. I got engaged, wedding band, anniversary gifts, and more at Lillian David Fine Jewelers. Now, you can do the same. They will help you. I will just tell you that they will help you. I appreciate the thought, though. Ah, uh, yes. Lily and David. So great. Love them. Uh, love them. <laughs> great way to get rings. <laughs> Maybe the only for some people. All right. Uh, let's Mohawk Chevrolet. Holidays are here, and the timing is perfect to shop for great deals at Mohawk Chevrolet. Over 140 new vehicles on the lot, and in honor of the season of giving, they're offering red tag specials uh, on select Silverados and Equinox. Two of my favorite vehicles, to be perfectly honest with you. I've always dreamt of having a Silverado with a truck bed wild enough to fit an Equinox, and that way I could drive around in either one I wanted. It's Maybe I watched too many cartoons as a kid. That's possible. But also, uh, remember, this time of year, you've got to get in there for maintenance. Make sure whatever you're driving is up to the standards you need it to be to be safe during the weather that is headed our way. Mohawk Chevrolet offers tire price match guarantee and all kinds of other services. While you're in there, though, you may want to take a look at some of those Silverados, those Equinox, the Silverado 
You get the all-wheel drive, you get the four-wheel drive, the Equinox, you get the all-wheel drive. I mean, there's the front-wheel drive, all great, brand-new tires when you buy a new one. I say don't worry about the problems. Time to move on up and take advantage of those red tag sales events. Uh, together, let's drive. We've got it covered for this season. From buying, selling, service, Mohawk Chevrolet is your one-stop shop where they always go out of their way to please you. It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. When I, was, when I was growing up, like my pops was super cheap. Like it's a, it's like a known, it's a known thing in the Scottish community that like the Scots were cheap as a, as a, as a culture, as a people. Like we actually got him a shirt that said uh, Clan McFrugal. And it was uh, it was a dude in a kilt pinching a penny until uh, Lincoln said, ouch. Jeez. But when it came to like vehicles and stuff, he's like, why am I going to buy somebody else's problems? I'm going to go get a new vehicle. I'm like, you're a mechanic. That's what you like. What? And he goes, exactly. You know what I've seen. I don't want any part of it. So it's just always, always funny to me. Like when we're talking about like maintenance and stuff and I'm like, just if you get a new one, it comes with new tires. I mean, why, why spend that money on tires? Just, that's a down payment right there. Speaking with the Mohawk family. So we don't forget tomorrow. We will be live for Mohawk Honda. So if you're looking for a new vehicle, we love Chevy Chevy play of the day. Our plays are coming up here in a few moments. We will be live at Mohawk Honda tomorrow. Shout out to our guy John Higgins one more time, who I was texting with. So that will be an adventure in itself tomorrow. I got, I got to tell you right now. Yeah, Kirk Austin, mm-hmm. do the right thing. Yeah, don't put me out in that in the repair bay. Don't do it. Won't go well for you this time, sir. The text has been sent. The request has been put yeah. in. We talked yeah. to Nate, so there will be a lot of people to blame tomorrow yeah. if we are out there again. If we're going to be outside, I just want to set up in the bed of my truck and just we'will do it from we'll do it from ScarJo. I think is what is what happens. Levac and Goss. Uh, truck talk. Yeah, tailgating. You know, yeah, you know, tailgating. Yeah. Like Barstool tried yeah. that. We can do it. We can do it. I actually know how to set it up, so we'll be we'll be fine. That would be awesome. Um, <laughs> it is time for the play of day brought to you by Mohawk Chevrolet. Together, let's drive. They always go out of their way to please you. Uh, I am, I'm, I dare I say, back on a heater? Am I, I like, I'm, I'm, I'm reheated? Microwave hot? That is the best weekend you've had. Even though you've been very... You've this been is the best his- weekend I've had for charity. <laughs> <laughs> You've been historically good this year in the history of this show. You have. There is no the num wire to wire so far on C4. I was texting you during the games yesterday. I'm like, this one hit, this one hit, this one hit. Yes, yeah. you are definitely back I had an on the team teaser. An eight team teaser and my safety bet both hit. Because Cantero was trying to creep up on me. Mm-hmm. I saw a little guy coming up from I'm like, yeah, nah, I, you know. I had to kick into another gear at a, a $72.63 to my total for the C4 Smart Energy uh, Challenge. So you're on a here. Your plays are great, mm-hmm. especially here in week 12. Mm-hmm. I have to ask this question, though. Okay. Before we give our picks. Is your play about tonight's Monday Night Football game? Yes, it is. Okay. So is mine. So before we make our plays, let me give you this information, LeVac. Okay. There's history on the line tonight. Okay. Involving the Vikings and the Bears. This could be one of, if not the biggest... Favorite weekends in NFL history. The favorites have covered the spread in 12 of the 15 games this week. Tying the record for the most in a single week. The most is week 12 of 2017 Hmm. in the Super Bowl era. There's never been a week in the history of the Super Bowl era when favorites have covered in 13 games. Tonight, that could happen. Remember, one of the ones that didn't cover was one of the biggest upsets in Thanksgiving Day history with the Packers taking down the Lions. Yeah, uh, so what, you, what does, it tells me you're going to take the Vikings. Is that That's what it tells me. Yesterday I said the Bears. Yesterday I said the Bears. 
I don't like this information. I don't like how bad I've been. I was at the point where I was so bad with my picks over the weekend. I had the moment, like all of us do who wager on sports, like, I'm done. I'm giving up. <laughs> I'm done. I've done that. I've done that this year, and I'm killing it. Like, I've, I just had a bad day, and I was like, that's it. I never want to bet again. And even if you don't wager, like, we've talked about some heartbreaking losses today on today's show. There have been some brutal, whether they've been blowouts or ripped the heart out. Everybody had that over the weekend. But with all that being said, if you know this show, I'm stubborn and I'm not changing. Maybe I waffle on Trevor Lawrence, but I don't waffle on picks I've already said on the air. I will go down with a terrible Chicago Bear team tonight. I'm taking the Bears. I'm not making the mistake I made way earlier in the show, way back <laughs> on Sunday, when I said that Bronco line stunk. This line stinks. Let me not bet it, dummy. This stinks. <laughs> don't be a dummy. Take the Bears, guys. I'm taking the Bears. The Bears is the answer tonight. At some point, and I don't I don't think you can predict when it's going to happen, so it makes it more difficult. I think we need to have a Gaz versus Gaz segment because the amount of times <laughs> that you fight yourself, and you're way meaner to you than I am. Like You are way meaner to yourself than I've ever been, and I, and I take great joy in, in teasing you uh, like, like the younger brother that you kind of are to me, but you, you're like, when you correct yourself and then thank yourself, when you, you then yell at yourself like that, guys versus guys, maybe it's just something we have to get a producer and have them go back and just pull every time it happens. Cause it happens like once a week, at least guys versus guys. Um, <laughs> I'm with you though. I like the, I like the bears. I don't think the bears are as terrible as you think. I think they're playing for Eberflus. Which is, I think, is uh, Jamaican Christmas. I'm pretty sure Eberflus is is Jamaican for Christmas. Um, <laughs> Could be true. I mean, we don't. I mean, you can't prove them not, right? Uh, the, I think the plus three. You got Fields in for Chicago. He's not even on the the injury list this time. It's a different team when he's there. So, but I got to spice it up a little bit. You know me. I can't just. I'd be smarter if I just went. Hey, Bears plus three. I'd probably you know I'd take my minus one ten and I'd probably be fine. I decided to do the T-E-T-D parlay. I got the Bears plus three. Okay. I got TJ Hawkinson, anytime touchdown, and Cole Komet, anytime touchdown. Oh, the double tight end, the T-E-T-D parlay. That puts it at uh, plus 1,049. So 10, 10 whole doll hairs will return $114.92. Plus the 10, so 124 would hit my account. That's what I'm doing. The TETD parlay for the, the Bears. That's that's my play of the day, thanks to Mohawk Chevrolet. They're going to get targets. The quarterbacks are going to focus on them. It should be a uh, a nasty game in the North. That's what it feels like tonight. One you might not want to watch in high definition. You might want to throw on the Manning cast for this one if they're even doing one tonight. This is going to be ugly. It's going to be nasty. But let's all appreciate that we Wasn't all Isn't it a dome? Yeah, it can still be nasty and dumb, no? Is it? I mean, a little physical play in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, but not like you're nasty. You kind of like I thought you were talking about like nasty weather. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, listen, Minnesota is probably the coldest I've ever been in my entire life. When we were in Minnesota for the Super Bowl, that is the coldest I've ever been in my entire life. When you have to put like a broiler, like a giant broiler, in every bus stop so people don't freeze to death, like that's that's what's up. Like that's the coldest place I've ever been, ever. Ever like I've never been, except for when I was married. It was it was always very cold. I hope you felt the same way. It was so cold you could feel the meal in your stomach. Like that's how the way like I could feel what I ate. That's how cold it was. And some people have exactly know what I'm talking about. Other people are like that's stupid. 
No, it was that cold. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we had college football. Sunday, Monday, we've been gifted with tons of college football. I don't want it to end in pro football. It's been an awesome streak here. It's officially the fall. Love yeah. it. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're here, and I I finally turned the heat on in my house. I finally did it. No! Yeah, I finally had Well, I mean, dude, I was running, like, radiators and stuff, but I had that, like, one... I had that one pipe. Remember, I had the pipe that burst last year, or actually it was this year. Um, there was one spot near it that I knew had a little leak, so I, I I had to turn it on to find the leak. I didn't want to do all that. I was like, whatever. If that's the, that's the leak I know about. So I plugged that area just blindly, and I had to plug in the leak. So I was like, all right, knock on wood, I'm out. <laughs> Peace out. Let's run some heat. <laughs> and, the, and all the animals looked at me like, thank you. Um, all right. <sighs> Tomorrow. Mohawk Honda. Sorry, I just thought about like the movie Zootopia. That like they're like home free animals that they're like <laughs> standing up with like scarves around it, heating their hands together. Because you have a lot of animals. You have four now. Yeah. There's the radiator, one of the cats will sleep like on it. And then there's another one, like Trust will will find her way into the so like we it's it's a it's a boiler. So you have those hot water pipes in certain places in the house to heat the house. She'll sleep like inside the direction, but the box that like directs where the heat goes. Like she'll like, what is that in the corner? Oh, it's a cat. Like she's in there. Like I'm like, and it's like her. It's like, is your what? Who's who's the who's in charge of the thermostat at at uh, Manor Goslowski? Definitely my wife. To the point where, okay, I didn't want to admit this, but we're on this conversation. There was a stretch for a long period of time. I did not even know where it was. <laughs> Seriously, that's the least shocking thing I've ever heard in my life. Who like does she keep it hot? She keep it cold? Uh, she likes it much hotter than I do. I would like yeah. to sleep in an icicle if I could. Yeah, absolutely. Fan on three sixty five. So like historically, the male will fight to keep the thermostat down low. I, since I've owned this house, the only female has been my daughter. So like she has no power. You know, you want to pay a bill, go ahead. Otherwise, leave it where I put it. But like. If you're if you leave it cold and it's the one where you are in, in control, the the female of the house or the children of the house will mock you with like extra hoodies or they'll shiver or whatever. They'll do they'll all gather around, like you said, for Zootopia, they'll gather around where the heat comes out. <laughs> so like I'm getting that from cats. Like like literal like and she was feral. Like she grew up in the streets. She should know better than to mock me. Won't allow it. Won't allow it. Listen. 64 is reasonable. I'm sorry. It's reasonable. I could just look for it. Act like it's moving. It's in the same spot. It's not going anywhere. Yeah, but knowing you, like you've, so now you know where it is? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it is, that spot. So I'm you don't know how to use it? I don't touch it because, maybe, look, we don't have to dive into the, <laughs> the technicality of what goes on in that spot. I'm pretty sure it's next to the television. I don't touch it. I don't. I'm pretty sure that's what that is. <laughs> I want. I don't even know what to. Next time you come over, you can text my wife right now. There's a lot of. I, I got a lot of. I, there's a lot of my plate. I can't I, be touching temperatures in the got, house. You got a lot of um. You got a lot of things that would lead me to question your manhood. What uh, do you mean? Thermostat's a guy thing. Is it? Yeah. Here historically, yeah. At the Jeff Levac on Twitter. At Tom Gons. T O M G O Z Z. I guarantee you. App. At, tell us. Maybe it is a guy thing. You could be right. What was the um, what's the what's the Christmas movie with Will Ferrell and um, and the uh, Mark Mark Wahlberg? Daddy's Home. Yeah. So Daddy's Home Two is the Christmas one. There's a whole bit. It's hysterical 
about one of the kids gets up and cranks the thermostat, and they all are like, who's got, did somebody, somebody touch the thermostat, what? Like, and you don't even know where it is. Thank God Rex and Wes have a, have a male role model like Jordan. <laughs> now I'm thinking back. I live, I haven't lived with my parents in a long time. But when I did live with my parents, I wonder if my dad, like, completely controlled it. There's no doubt in my mind that TG2 ran that thermostat. I can confidently tell you, I have, at this point in my life, zero idea where it was in my parents. I have no idea. I have no clue where it is in my parents. Maybe it's next to the basement door. That might be what that thing is. Only at the hotels. I'm realizing, may, you know what, LeVac? You've made me think of something today. Okay. Thank you for this re- revelation. Yeah, it's a revelation yeah. and a confession. Okay. I think that's my New Year's resolution. Is to learn where the thermostat is? And maybe even to use it in Ooh, 2024. I, I, think, I don't know. Your marriage is working. I don't know if I'd mess with it at this point. I think you get in trouble. Like, I remember my mother would, like, passive-aggressively, like, turn it up, like, two, three degrees. And then my father would go to the wood-burning stove because we he we had this huge, like, beautiful cast-iron stove in my, my childhood home. And he would load it up with wood and just he'd get that thing like a million degrees. He's like, oh, you want it warm in here? All right, fine. I'll show you how to turn the thermostat up. The cheaper way with, with nature's thermostat, a tree. Like it was, it was, it was great. There was, there's no doubt in my mind that they just, they literally just, they say people were together for the kids. They were just together because they didn't want to find a new home. I'm pretty sure that's the only reason. And, <laughs> oh, and that's it. No. That's it. Listen, I was an oops. I was a mistake. I know. I admit it. I don't care. I'm not afraid. And I'll tell you else. Uh, Charlie Brown Christmas sucks, and and so does uh, so, so does that uh, stupid. Uh, the, if you build, it, if they will come movie. Feel the dreams. Yeah, stupid, stupid. Why movie. are they catching strays? Because I just figure people are going to hit me for this. I might as well give them other targets. So I'll just I'll just <laughs> I'll lay it out there. My play of the day: T E T D special Bears, Hawkinson, Komet, and Charlie Brown overrated. Feel the dreams overrated. Those those are my play of the day. And Goss will never learn to use a thermostat. Speaking about fire, don't forget about the Albany Firewolves. Professional lacrosse is back in the Capital Region. Get fired up 2023-2024. Albany Firewolves action. Make sure to follow them on social media. They do an awesome job, whether you're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, at ALB Firewolves. ALB Firewolves. The content they push out is great. You're going to learn more about the athletes, the coaches, and more. And if you're looking for something this holiday season, how about tickets to a game? They are back Saturday, December 9th against the defending champion, Buffalo Bandits for the home opener. So if you're looking for something to do, maybe you've got the in-laws coming in looking for Bandits that. Bandits are early. a good team, Yeah, too. like whatever it might be. Maybe you're just looking for the holiday gift or something to do when your Get family the comes. House. Exactly right. The Albany Firewolves back at MVP Arena on Saturday, December 9th. Check out all the great things going on. Again, whether it's blackout night, jersey rally, towel giveaways, autograph posters. They got so many cool things on the way this season for the Albany Firewolves. Get fired up this season for the Albany Firewolves in the 518 and NVP Arena. Again, at ALB Firewolves for more information. And when you watch it, realize that with a lacrosse stick, very similar to what they have, I defended my home from a bat on multiple occasions. Caught it, flipped it out the window. Multiple occasions I was able to do that. Until you know, USX basketball got involved. So lacrosse stick, it's important. It's fun for it's fun for the firewolves to win games. I use it for home defense. That's what I do. Uh, all right, that's it. I'm I gotta go. I got I got so many things to do. I gotta go home. I gotta I gotta watch over the thermostat. Um and many other many, many other things. Join us at Mohawk Honda tomorrow where I'm actually kind of rooting for us to do a broadcast from 
inside one of the vehicles. I think right. today's the time to do it. I want to. I don't do hate it. that plan. I, love I can wire. You know me. I can wire anything. Give me time. I'll figure it out. I'll get it done. Uh, hey, everybody, have a uh, have a great day. Uh, happy Monday. Uh, wash your hands. Don't touch your face. It's Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980.